The following broadcast is brought to you by Elite Performance. What's poppin' corn snacks? Printed memories. Revved up tattoos. The fighter's friend. And Doc Sports Service. BW Sports One, sports media marketing and design. Check us out at bwsportsone.com. It's another original BW Sports One production. What is going on, everybody? Uh, this is your lovely faces, the one. Um, and this is the Dukes of Football. Um, I guess I'm sure uh, the Lion will be joining us um, relatively shortly. Uh, but anyway, uh, what a great first weekend of the NFL. Uh, what a great second week uh, for NCAA. Um, we say second week, um, but it's week three because, uh, you know, week one is actually week zero and then so forth and so forth. But um, it was a really good weekend. Um, I'm really hoping he pops in because I want to hear what he has to say uh, when it pertains to um, Notre Dame. So um, it'd be great to hear from him on that one. So um, as we go along, obviously we're going to get into a couple things that we got to catch up. Um, well, first off, this is the uh, first episode of the season where we are doing um, both um, or all football. We haven't broken down in different sections, so it's all football. So we'll um, hit the local scene uh, with high school uh, when we get uh, local information that is uh, worthy enough of letting you guys know. And then uh, we'll do college and um, pros. So, uh, but first, I want to make sure we mention a couple of people who um, allow us to um, hang out with you guys uh, with all our shows and our network. Uh, make sure you check out our website and you can get to every one of these uh, persons or businesses um, that help us out, that follow us, that we follow them. So, uh, we got Elite Performance, uh, we got What's Popping Corn Snacks, uh, Printed Memories. Revved up tattoos, Doc Sports picks. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my bookie, uh, the fighter's friend, and the one's kitchen. So, um, I hope everything is all right. I did hear from him earlier today, but um, not recently. So, uh, we'll go along and hopefully pops in. So, uh, let's keep it moving. Um, don't have a whole lot for. Uh, high school uh, this particular week. Haven't really been catching up with that. Um, I know we've been trying to reach out to a couple people who are a little bit closer to uh, ground level on high school football. So uh, as soon as we get something together for that, uh, we'll definitely um, I'll keep you updated on that. Um, I think uh, before tomorrow's football games, I think I'll post the um latest the current rankings uh for high school for all the classes six through a so um i'll make a note of that to make sure we'll do that um and then so we keep it moving so um first up we have what is our revved up ridiculousness uh, this is a section where we come up with some crazy things. Well, we don't come up with the crazy. The crazy thing just pops up, and we just happen to tell you about it. So um, I do remember. Um, oh, yeah. And Rev Ridiculousness is brought to you by Rev Up Tattoos. Uh, when it comes to body ink, go somewhere where quality work is and will feel comfortable at the same time. Uh, make sure you take your next piercing session or ink session. Uh, check out our good friends over at Red Up Tattoos, 317-537-6, excuse me, 
317-537-2667. So make sure you check that out. So this edition of Revved Up Ridiculousness has to go out to the one and only, oh, no, not one and only, the pair of Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson. So I remember, I don't know if it was on um, this show or if it was on the basketball show, but I remember some several months back me telling you guys about this fight that was going to happen between Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson. You won't know why none of it was in anybody's camp because they were in their fight camp. So if you missed it, um, I think I put it on my personal page, but I can go uh, make sure I find it and post it on our page uh, so you can see that Le'Veon Bell knocked out Adrian Peterson. Um, TK, well, it was a knockout. Wasn't a TKO. He got counted out. Um, it was a nice right uh, faint jab and then a straight right dead square in the middle of the face and uh orange peanuts was what uh adrian peterson was thinking about orange peanuts so that was the revved up ridiculousness um it was great to hear uh what Delia's uh take on that was i thought it was absolutely hilarious um it kind of kind of sparks a conversation but doesn't when it comes to uh the celebrity charity box and things um, I know the uh, the lion over on the combat zone. I know they have uh, strong feelings about it because I think there's a fight coming up with the YouTuber and Anderson Silva. So um, I'm pretty sure that um, this probably falls into his mind. It probably falls into a different category. So um, I wouldn't wouldn't put too much into that. And uh, but it was entertaining uh, from the what little bit I did see of it. But yeah. Uh, way to go, uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> so uh, moving along, uh, let's get into some of our NCAA stuff um, when it comes to uh, catching up on the news. Uh, so we get into um, our what's popping. And this is the what's popping in the NCAA and what's popping corn snacks. Um, is but what's popping is brought to you by what's popping corn snacks. Check out the best gourmet popcorn around and make sure you try to make it your own with the custom label. Um, make sure you hit them up on the website, uh, what's popping corn snacks.com, or you can go hit the link from our webpage. So, um, NCAA, uh, it was, it, man, it was a lot going on. I mean, but. Obviously, the 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 top stories, the top headlines, um, has to come down with uh, when it comes to the Sun Belt. I think the Sun Belt is probably the the football conference that's winning the most uh, this past weekend, with three Sun Belt teams beating three uh, Power Five teams. Um, so you look at Notre Dame was probably uh, the biggest name out of that group. Uh, they were uh, going up against the feisty bunch out of Marshall, um, best known for uh, wide receiver Randy Moss. But um, Notre Dame coming off the very impressive loss to Ohio State. I know that sounds weird that you say impressive loss. I know there's no moral victories, but it was an impressive loss to uh, for them to be like, what was it, 17 points underdog against who almost pulled that game out. And then to turn around and have a game like this where you were dominated on both sides um, of the line of scrimmage on offense and defense. So, uh, but it was a good win. Uh, Marshall came into Notre Dame Stadium, uh, beat them 26-21. I think this was, it ends a 42-game non-conference, I mean, a ranked, uh, I mean, a game between a, a them being ranked and a non-ranked non-conference opponent. So, um, and then that takes an 0-3 start to um, this for the uh, tenure uh, Freeman. I know the bowl game against Oregon State, you you kind of, you can, you kind of, but it's not. Uh, you start off the year 0-2 uh, with OSU and now Marshall. So there's a lot of questions that are starting to come about uh, when it comes to Notre Dame. I think they still had an outside chance um even losing that first game but the second game it kind of puts them out 
but they can still savage the season. This is a question that I wanted to ask uh, the Lion, him being a true Notre Dame fan that he is, but I wanted to uh, know if they can salvage the season. I think that you can because you got a couple big games uh, left on your schedule uh, that are ranked opponents. Um, I mean, I know your conversation is out of the national championship, but um, you still can have a positive season um, to turn it around for the first year for Freeman. So I wouldn't like completely jump ship on Notre Dame or just burn the bridge. Um, they can still have a productive season. Uh, it's just not a national championship season. Um, the other one out of that, what, uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, Appalachian State uh, beating Texas A&M. Uh, big win, Appalachian State, but it's not their first big win uh, when it comes to Power 5, as you know, back in 2000-something-something-something. Uh, they beat the Wolverines in Michigan Stadium. So um, we're familiar with these type of uh, feelings that Texas A&M might be having, but it was a bad loss for Texas A&M. Um, bad loss for Jimbo Fisher, especially with all the um, the um, rhetoric that was had between him and Saban over the summer. Um, there's a lot of things going on, apparently, uh, with the AM program that you know is not really surfacing a whole bunch. Um, but there are some issues and they must be dealt with. And obviously they got a big one coming up, but we'll talk about that one later on in the show. Uh, but yeah, the AM, like eh, something's going on. But if you got to look at it, uh, the record of Sullivan when they let him go was I think what was it 35 and 14 and Jimbo Fisher right now is 35 and 15. So mm, you put the writing as well. Is he one of the hot coaches? Is he one of the coaches that becomes on the hot seat uh, when he becomes for coaching? Maybe the Florida State situation was a fluke. Who knows? Uh, I guess we'll see when it comes to uh, A&M. And the other one, which um, we kind of seen – the writing on the wall. I was kind of surprised that he got out of Dublin, Ireland, still with the job. Uh, Georgia Southern, 45-42 over Nebraska. You know what I mean? It's like, and then days later, Nebraska gets rid of Frost, um, who was a player hero there. He won the Heisman Trophy. He was part of the last split national championship. Whole another conversation that I will refuse to have again. But, I mean, He's done nothing but lose since he's been at um, at Nebraska. I mean, they gave him his um, school hero's um, leash, so to speak. But, I mean, he just, you know, you couldn't keep kids in. I mean, granted, it's hard to recruit to uh, Nebraska. I'm not really seeing a whole bunch of kids like, like oh, my God, I got to hit Nebraska. You know what I'm saying? But um, and then the blue chips that are in Nebraska. Uh oh, kick my camera. Gotta stop that. There we go. Sorry about that. And the blue chips that are um, actually already in Nebraska, they're not staying there. So um, I think there are some things that have to be. Hey, what's going on, Matt? Uh, Glad to see your face uh, or your your screenshot. I hope your pops is doing better. Uh, we give him a positive energy. Uh, so I uh, hope everything is all good. And all right. So back to it. Where was I? I don't know. I was talking about something. Oh, uh, Nebraska. So I'm sure that, that we all knew it was coming. Um, I think we had a bet or not a bet, a pool. You know what I mean? Of how long through the season would it take? Uh, so I guess the coaching search for Nebraska begins. We're not sure where they want to go. I thought what I have for ridiculous is, but this one was better. Um, I was looking at it like, because um, I saw Donick and Sue was like, you know, he's ready to take over the Nebraska job. You know, he's a Nebraska core hustler. He was like, I'm ready for that type of responsibility. And I was like, whatever, bro. But that would be fun to see. But uh, there's a couple names that we've seen thrown out there already. Um, uh, the one that I like, I think that would look good in that area, who I think could recruit 
um, in that area because he was able to actually recruit in a similar situation in Oklahoma, I would say Stoops. So I would go with Stoops and be my first choice. And then I would try to um, look at a couple other teams in there. Uh, but that would be my first choice if I had somebody to go after. So, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. where was I? Yeah. So, a uh, great weekend for the Sun Belt with three big wins over Power Fives. So, that kind of lets you know that the gap is narrowing between the talent uh, between the uh, non Power Fives and the Power Fives. Uh, maybe that could be a reason why they're grouping up the way they do. Um, or it could be a, a direct reflection of the transfer portal um, in the NIL. As you can see, the transfer portal is completely affected the college football, I mean, the college basketball, with how these teams become balanced. As you can see, Imani Bates, who was a blue chip top five, who left Memphis to go through the transfer portal to go back to Western Michigan. Much smaller school, but now that team becomes relevant in conversations when it comes to tournament team wins and things like that because of his talent. So um, we'll like to see how that transpires in, in college football. So um, moving on, um, I guess we got to talk, you know, Bama escapes um, the Longhorns. I know we were kind of joking around behind the scenes of some of our picks because our, uh, our mental guru, Monica, had picked uh, the Longhorns uh, to win that game and pretty much everybody else in the network official Alabama. And we kind of said, so I kind of, I wouldn't think I was making fun, but I was like, hey, Texas, really? But anyway, um, but they made a game of it. And it was almost like um, they were going to pull it out. You know, it was, I was thumbs away from thinking they were going to do it. But Alabama, you know, Bryce Young is a special talent and he ends up pulls, pulling the win out. Um, what was that? Uh, what was the end of that win? I can't even remember. Or was it 2019? Uh, so it was a good win for them, but it was a good showing for Texas. Um, what I was looking for in that game was I wanted to see how much Texas was ready for uh, the overall speed and physicality of the SEC. And it looks like Texas is looking pretty good. Um, and this, and the way the quarterback issues fell out with the Alabama game, so it's not looking like it's, um, the little Archie Manny is going to have an issue when he shows up next year, trying to beat somebody out for that job. But um, I'm looking for Texas to be strong in the Big 12, trying to walk out of there with a title uh, going into the SEC. But um, Texas is a team that you got to look for. And they got the best running back in college football. And I just felt that they should have used him more in that game. But it was a good showing for Texas. Uh, uh, kind of less for Alabama because they were expected to win by so much. And that didn't happen. And the result, Georgia ended up jumping them in the polls where they're going to number one. And Alabama has uh, dropped down to two. And I kind of called it when I was talking to the wife. I said, well, with that struggle, I bet you if Georgia beats, you know, Sanford or whatever here they play by, if they put up a 50 piece, they'll probably jump them because they did what they were supposed to do. So, um, and that's pretty much what happened. So, uh and it kind of happened the same way with Michigan and uh, Clemson because Clemson was actually ranked higher than us before the uh, before the end of the weekend. But the overall impressive win and the still a little bit of offensive struggles with Clemson, um, it kind of propelled them. And now the Michigan has decided to um, end that controversy of quarterback. I don't say controversy, the competition of quarterback. You know, I didn't have a problem with McNair because, you know, he won a lot of games. He beat me, uh, Ohio State. Um, he took us to the uh, championship Final Four. So I didn't have a problem with him, you know what I mean? But you kind of got to look. You got to keep moving with the times. You got to look at what's best to win, what's put your football team in best situation to win. And I think it's McNamara. You know I mean, the dude is uh, – I'm a McCarty. I mean, dude is nice. He's got – He's got the legs that Jim Harbaugh likes in his running passing schemes, and he got the arm that can pinpoint any place on the field. So uh, the defense is coming along. So I kind of like um, that they've decided on who the quarterback now they can move forward. Um, let's see. A good game with Tennessee and Pitt. Went into overtime. It was a very exciting game. I thought the game actually be a little more high scoring. 
um, the Washington State over Wisconsin was kind of a big game because, again, you had the defectors of the Pac-12 going to the Big Ten. Neither one of those schools are involved, but it was more of you're still in our schools, so we have to stand up for what we have left. And you never know, it could be like the game later on in our picks. They could be auditioning for the Big Ten. You know what I'm saying? So it could be more schools. If you got two over there to balance it out, I mean, you could have a more traditional East and West breaking down of uh, the conference. So uh, that was a big win, but there is a good big matchup between those conferences again um, this week. Um, Houston falls to Texas Tech. Uh, the more interesting game was the Kentucky uh, Florida, I thought, because everybody was on this young man quarterback from Florida who looked really good when they beat a Utah team that they had different pieces that fit and they exploited those weaknesses. Kentucky is a much better team and it showed it. So um, I think Florida is still on the good promising upside. They're going to win some games in the SEC, probably even uh, challenge Georgia, not really for that side. So, um, but it's still going to be a decent game. So um, that was a good, good win for Kentucky. <clears throat> uh, next up, BYU-Baylor was another one of our picks. Um, BYU ended up pulling it out over two overtimes. I think Baylor was out three of their top running backs. So that might have a, uh, a, a, a reason for them not coming out on top. But as you can see, it was a very competitive game. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much what I got for, uh, the college side of things. So we can, um, uh, so we can blah, 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 what, uh, get ready to jump into some NFL, uh, part of what's popping. But before we do that, I want to, um, throw back up our elite performance question of the week and chat about that for one quick hot second what am i looking for it's right here uh here it is delete performance question of the week um i think uh we were probably wondering what our was last week i don't even remember i think the one last week was pretty good Ooh, i think i got a message yes this is live because i'm checking live <clears throat> Ah, he's doing hey, you gotta take care of the businesses, bro. But we hold it down because that's what we do. We hold it down. So uh, but I'll but we'll have you one of the important parts when we talk to the football stuff and all that kind of stuff, or the NFL and our picks. So uh-oh, I hear my cat. But anyway, so the elite performance question of the week is which NFL team that lost in week one should we be most concerned about? And when he does jump in, we can always retract and come back to this question because we can do it again. But anyway, here it is. And you know what? I'll pop it down and go through it and come back. But I wanted to let you guys see it first. But the uh, elite question, uh, performance pigskin question of the week comes for you by elite performance where the dream of elite fitness becomes reality. Call 765-499-1005 and start your elite journey today. Hey, if you've seen the red-headed Hulk, man, he's huge. Uh, so be on the lookout for elite performance. Their uh, next powerlifting event, um, I think, was supposed to be held here upcoming soon, but it's being rescheduled so be on the lookout to make sure you check out the website and our posts to make sure you keep on touch of when that and next event is happening. Uh, maybe you can go out and show how strong that you think that you are. So uh, which NFL team that lost in week one should be most concerned? Now, I said, naturally, most people would be thinking, that the answer would obviously be the Cowboys, right? Uh, Mrs. Gilbert, she thinks that the Cowboys would be the obvious choice. <laughs> My man, 
Big Ben, 316. Obviously, you know, the Cowboys. But truthfully, I didn't have a whole lot. I mean, I did pick them to win, but I picked the win just out of spite because no one, everybody was picking the Eagles on our staff. So I figured I just picked them just for the hell of it. No, I was doing it to make my mother happy. No, that's a lie. I just picked them. I don't know why I did. I just felt that because of Dak being the better quarterback. And they don't even have him. So the little high hopes I have for Dallas are now gone. So obviously most people would think it was that. But me, I think the team that is most concerned should be The Packers. I do. I think the team that should be most concerned would be the most fan base would be concerned be the Packers. And the reason why I say that is because, yes, I agree with uh, the bearded analyst on ESPN. Everybody keeps comparing it to last year where they won. Uh, they lost a game one really bad by the Saints and then, you know, turned their season around. But the one difference is – he had the comfortability of Avante Adams, so he knew that at some point in time he can get everybody else in rhythm, and they can go. And they had their dominance over the A or the NFC North. I still believe they have that dominance over the North, but I think they need to be in concern because they have two great running backs, and they didn't use either one of them. Both of them had, uh, I think, it was ten attempts or less. Um, which was supposed to balance it out. And then the conversation with the wide receivers not catching balls, and you got your head coach and your and your quarterback um, against the receiving core. And I thought Randall Cobb was on this team. I thought he had a, a rapport with Randall Cobb. What is going on with that particular situation? So um, hello. Defense, hello. Hey, I made it. <laughs> I see you, kind of. There you uh, Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not driving home from the office. I promise. I'm not driving while I'm doing this, folks. I don't believe that you're not driving. Exactly. That's why the camera's going off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. There's no my bad, bro. There is no my bad, man. This is what we do. We cover. (sighs) Life has to be done. Life happens when you're busy making plans. Usually, yes. Yeah. So um, at the moment, we were just talking about um, the elite performance uh, pigskin question of the week. Uh, which of the NFL teams lost week one should you be most concerned about? Um, most people were thinking Dallas. Uh, we've had a couple people say Dallas. I picked the Packers. Um, Out of that list, honestly... You know, everybody's missing some stuff. Everybody's going all Cowboys lost a quarterback for a few weeks, half the season, whatever. Uh, I'm going to agree, agree with you on that, the Packers, because they had so much. Um, they had so much anticipation of being that top NFC team, and they just shit to bed pretty much. Yeah. So what what do you think about this this conversation that just because it sort of similar started out the same way last year with them getting spanked by the Saints and then still ended up uh, dominating pretty much their schedule. Do you think it'll fall somewhat the same way or that we should be a little more concerned about their offensive production? We're still talking about the Packers, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, well, Aaron Rodgers has zero to throw to. Uh, it's unfortunate that he has zero – and I mean zero offensive weapons with him. They let go, or they they allowed Devontae Adams to leave. And I'm sorry, guys, all you Packer fans, all your Aaron Rodgers fans, he's a great quarterback, yeah, but he is no Tom Brady. He is no Peyton Manning. He does not make average receivers great. That is obviously the problem with him. I don't. I honestly think there's some leadership uh, leadership inabilities within him. Hmm. Interesting. Man, I had to think on that one. I might. I might not not disagree with you. 
yeah, I, I, I totally understood. I, I totally understood what you just said. Uh, um, do you want to uh, backtrack? Oh God! Talk yes, about. Do you want to backtrack yes. about your about your Irish? Yes. Or do you want to wait so we can see your pretty face? Uh, let's wait. Yeah, let's okay. wait. I'm, it'll okay. be about ten minutes. Then, yeah, ten minutes will be good. All right, that works. That works. Uh, <laughs> yes, Opie, we did talk about the Sun Belt. Other than the two other schools, other than Notre Dame, that did lose. So uh, we did talk about that, but we'll just keep it moving because I know. You don't want to talk about that foolishness any longer oh, <laughs> until brother. you have to. Oh, so, oh um, brother. <laughs> Let's just right, say so, I, was, I was not happy, but we'll, t- yeah, we'll just move on for the moment. Yeah, we just move on. <laughs> yeah, we just we're move, move on. on. Okay, hey, check right. your phone real quick when you get a chance. I'm going to check it right now because... Uh, send Raphael the link. There you oh. go. Invite oh, him. Listen, I can't because I can't get this damn phone to do much of anything. Oh, well, you gonna try to get me to do this right now? You know how the computer issues that I be. No, I, you know what? I tell you what. Let's backtrack <laughs> real quick and let me bring up my Notre Dame rant while you do that. That'll. Give oh, bro, time. I'm not. I don't really want to take that chance. Um. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because you know, if I pull up another page, I'm liable to get cut off. <laughs> ah, ah! <laughs> I'm still dinosauring it. I haven't okay. got the other one fixed yet. It's gotcha. gonna be a little more expensive than I thought. <laughs> Ooh, gotcha. Uh, but uh, we can we keep him hanging. Man, I hate keep it too because I'd love to kick send it. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? Maybe I could. Nope, I think because then they'll make me have to log in on my phone to StreamYard. Then they'll have to send you a code and send me a code. People don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah. So let's move move on. To, continue of how you were going, brother. Uh. So you want to rant? Make it work. You want to rant? Yes. God, let me get it out of me. You know what? And I'm even gonna myself. put you on by yourself. I'll put you on. All right. So my rant. Uh, well, I'm just going to rant at people watching right now because everybody's idiots. But uh, let's see. Notre Dame ends up losing to Marshall, 26-21. Guys, this is one main reason why I cannot stand NCAA rankings until at least week six because it is obvious and apparent that Notre Dame is not ranked top five as they started the season they are not a top five team they are not a top 10 team they are not a top 20 team what they need to do is get their heads out of their ass because the pride of the fighting irish means jack shit if you're not doing anything on and off the field like the traditional days of old. Now I uh, I hear you all. Oh, it's a new it's a new era. It's a new era. Why? Because we got a new coach. I'm not taking I'm not taking uh, sides right now on Marcus Freeman. I think he's a hell of a football coach. I think he's a hell of a defensive coach. Tommy Reese needed to get the fuck on with Brian Kelly in the LSU because I'm sorry he wasn't the great co- the quarterback. That, everybody, that a lot of people thought he was at Notre Dame, and he sure as hell is not a good offensive coordinator calling plays. Period. Now, on the total opposite side of this rant, if you guys and girls out there would understand one thing, Marshall has a coach, a head coach, was on Alabama's team, national title, nine schools, nine, right on D, nine, again, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it's a, the number is nine D1 transfers into Marshall, they yes. followed yes. a coach, they followed a hell of a coach, for one, Marshall's not a slouch team, Marshall, the name Marshall football team 
may not be really known as far as a powerhouse. And I am not making excuses of the lackluster bullshit game we saw, okay? We saw Notre Dame come out high as hell against Ohio State, taking them to two and a half quarters, and then shit in the bed. (laughs) You saw them start off with Marshall the way Marshall wanted the game to start off, and that has been the, the unfortunate reality of Notre Dame football for a long time, and I'm going to say it, since they ousted Lou, they play to their opponent's ability, and that's it. Why, I do not know. They need to understand that if you want, since you're high and mighty on your NBC contract, and you're high and mighty, that you do not join a conference until it's absolutely necessary. You also need to be high and mighty that, again, the pride of Fighting Irish of Notre Dame means nothing compared to what it did, and it will remain to be nothing the way it has been if something isn't changed. There's my rant. Now I'm done. I feel better. I've been holding on to that for four freaking days. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Dan, I did it. I, I successfully Yo. sent the leak without destroying the what the uh, broadcast, and we have Raphael. <laughs> what up, buddy? What's going on? Well, I, I, missed, I missed half of that rants, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Dan some love right here. Not everything is all no. bad at, at Notre Dame right now. People are like, oh, maybe they picked the wrong coach. Look what all, it would look what all the other schools are doing. You got to give Notre Dame some credit. They didn't not play Southern like LSU do the, the, the other day. They don't play Alcorn State. They don't play these other schools that the SEC uh, uh, brings in, even some of the ACC schools. So I'm not saying that Marshall and the schools that they know that they do play, but they're better than Southern. They're better than Alcorn State. They're better than all these other schools that some of these other big universities bring in, and they just play those games and hand out big checks to those schools. Uh, that they're playing, so it's it's not all bad uh, for Notre Dame. It's a rebuild. I know if it's a rebuild year. I don't care what people say. It's not a rebuild year. It's a brand new coach. A lot of those players left. A lot of defense have gone. It's a rebuild year. Raphael, let me ask you one question: Do you believe in college football rankings right off the bat, or do you <laughs> think that they should be playing until at least week six? before any of those freaking rankings matter at all. I don't look at rankings, period. So it doesn't buy I love when people ask me like, why is this team favorite when one's number three and one's number six? I can give a rat's ass if one's one and one's twenty and one's twenty. <laughs> it all depends on what's putting money in my pocket. I could care less what rankings like next week. Rankings mean nothing. So since we say that, um uh, how bad did the Sun Belt Conference Hit the books. Ooh. Uh, not as bad. I mean, everyone bets Appalachian State ever since uh, a couple years ago. Yes. I mean, since yes. that double yes. A ran we, the big we house. are aware. We're aware of which size battery powers the big house. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the Sun Belt covers Arkansas State's a Sun Belt covering machine. They were a covering machine last year. The Warhawks are always a good team that gets cover. So, as I tell people, if you throw out Alabama and the SEC, the SEC is the Sun Belt. Because besides LSU having a miracle year and Georgia winning one, it's it's been dominated by Alabama, period. If ands or buts, you can't tell me anything that's different on that one because Vanderbilt hasn't done nothing. Missouri has done nothing. Tennessee has done nothing. They have a whole bunch of Gar- Arkansas, South Carolina, Kentucky. Wouldn't they have done uh, absolutely uh, nothing? So I, I always respect Sunbelt. Sunbelt in college football and Sunbelt in college basketball always puts food in my tummy. Oh, I can understand. And so does parlays, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can understand the over the overhype of the SEC. You know what I mean? Because they want to – and it's Michael Feinbein. He's probably the main guy. You know what I mean? You slob on Alabama and it filters <coughs> down where the rest. I mean, yeah, you got some good teams in the SEC like you do in every other conference. Like, I mean, hands down, OSU dominates the Big Ten. They have been. There's other good teams. You know what I mean? Same way the SEC. Alabama's dominated. 
There's other good teams that pop up every now and then, but it's just really one team. Yeah, I mean that's why. Right. I mean Notre Dame dominates the independence, right? <laughs> Wow, Dan. <laughs> I was if nobody give you know, that was major. No, no, no. That was major sarcasm, there, brother. I promise, because I am not happy right now with the <laughs> rebuild, as you say. I'm sorry. Hey, how long do we have you, um, uh, Raphael? You got the uh, the other thing at nine? Yeah. All right. So let's let's run through some NFL stuff real quick, real quick. Uh, Prescott out six to eight weeks. Um, that's a tough hit. They're done. Flip working it. Uh, it's John Payton going to be there next. Uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott probably won't be there next year. Uh, Well, even Dak Prescott, Colin Kaepernick, Color Kaepernick will be the next quarterback. Wow. He's hitting home runs tonight, bro. He's his name. Granted, he should have had a job, but his age and is probably hurting him more than his brain. Oh yeah, uh, right now. So I think they stick with him. I mean, maybe look out for other quarterbacks that maybe if just if they Jimmy need. G. No, Jimmy G ain't going anywhere. San Francisco, they don't know what they have. So I think. Jimmy G staying in San Francisco. It would be ridiculous for Jimmy G to go there anyway. That'd be like going to uh, Cleveland. You know that's their guy. So regardless, you're a short-term guy. So won't you stay where you're at, make the money you're making, knowing that you have a high probability of being back up the field by week seven? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll call someone else. To be on that roster, it's not. It's no one that we're gonna think it is. I mean, because unless for some reason Cooper Rush has an amazing, amazing uh, a game. Mason Rudolph. And and they, and they uh, <laughs> yeah, but I would not be shocked that Mason Rudolph's name's out there. Jordan Love's name is out there. Tyler Hinkie's name's out there. Uh, Tyrone Taylor for the Giants uh, could be out there as well. But uh, it's not Jimmy G. Uh, so uh, I, I would be uh, very skeptic for other people think Jimmy G needs to go to Dallas. <laughs> All right. So um, what was the more impressive, the more impressive win? Uh, the Geno Smith outplaying Russell Wilson or the Steelers stealing one in overtime from uh, the Bengals? You know you want me to say your team. <laughs> we, can, we can all agree Gino Smith on Monday Night Football wins a W? I'm sorry. It's it, I would love to say it was Pittsburgh going into the defending AFC champs, uh, but we we both had discussion that they were going to win that game and win that game on defense, which they did. But I'm sorry. Gino Smith, A, still collecting a paycheck, B, winning on Monday night to a guy that used to be in his backyard. I'm sorry. It's, it's Seattle. It has to be. Hey man, I'm hey man, I'm Team Cheeto, bro. <laughs> and he played well. It wasn't yes. like he just happened to win the game. He played well. Like, I mean, I don't expect to see that all season for Seattle, but uh, he did it when he needed to. So um I still think it was more of their coach not ever being in a coach situation before blowing that game. Yes. You pay Russell Wilson two hundred million dollars, you give him the ball on fourth and five. Period. I agree. Um, Dan, you still there? You guys? Yeah, for nah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, hey, did you have any prop bets for uh Joe Buck and Troy Aitman or the Manning cast? We had uh, we had man we had a couple prop bets for both of them. Uh, I think uh, who was gonna speak? Who was gonna speak first for Joe Buck or Troy Aikman? Uh, well, Troy Aikman mentioned how many Super Bowls he won. Uh, I think we had like five prop bets in the Mannings. Uh, we only had a couple of them. We'll add more Manning prop bets uh, throughout the season because we kind of wanted to see how they would how they would go. Do you have a prop bet for how many times Chris Collinsworth says, "Well, here's a guy," and yeah. we got a drinking game for it. <laughs> Jeez. The problem is, is I don't watch. I watch the Manning. Uh, Cast. I don't watch them on that. So if I can find someone that can watch that and grade the props with me on that one, that'd be perfect. But 
I'm sorry. I'd rather watch the, the Mannings go back and forth uh, on Monday Night Football than watching Joe Buck. One hundred percent. Like I didn't even I didn't even I tune into regular Monday Night Football. There was no way. So the weekends that are the weeks that they don't have the Manning cast, I'm gonna be highly upset. I don't know. I I just I can't do Troy Aitman, even though he talks like he's great, but he's the the only quarterback in the Hall of Fame. To not have the MVP, I don't mind him. I just don't like Buck. I mean, I Troy Aikman is is Aaron is Aaron Rodgers to me, or not is a Rod to me in baseball. Never liked him as a player. Like him as an announcer. That's how it, that's what I see on Troy. Aikman. See, that's that's Romo to me. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, well, well, I'm he's not close to Tony Romo. Tony, like Romo. I'm Romo all day. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. I agree. I didn't like either one of them when they were playing. Wonder why. I wonder why. Um, so, Dan, you got anything else for NFL? You want to jump into these picks? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into picks. Because honestly, I can't see my I can't see my damn notes anyway. So let's roll with the picks. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the you know this is one of those off nights. This is what happens, folks, when we do live stuff. This life happens when you're living. I, I thought I was watching Halloween ends. I'm just waiting for Michael Myers to come out of your back seat and like. <laughs> That ain't even right, man. Don't even mess like that. All on that camera. Right. Yeah, That'd be exactly. perfect because finally the white guy loses first and the black guy in Mexican. Damn. Damn. Really? Oh, Just yes. Like hey, we got a black mermaid now. So, hey, we're good with that. The white guy could die first. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> All right, so. All right, so that brings us to our Doc Sports BW Sports Network picks of the week. So this is where we, you know, we get all of our picks for our three picks for college, our three picks for um, um, uh, NFL. We'll give you our straight bets, uh, where our straight winners and uh, Rafaela get us a little clue of what Vegas and um, wherever the hell he's at, New Orleans thing. Only for a dance in the house. Day, I, I go to I, I go to to watch the fight. <laughs> Hey, speaking right, of, so, that would have been one of the parlays that I should have picked because I hit all five of those damn UFC main card fights. Hey, man, the UFC. Uh, we'll talk about that later, Dad. I'm tired mm. of fighters missing weight, bro. Oh, don't If you're supposed to be like, listen, listen. Man, <laughs> hold on. Let me take this off. Let me take this. Pause. Pause for the calls. If you're supposed to be the next great one, I don't even know how to spell this retarded-ass name. Excuse me, I can't say that on, on I can't Cosmo. say that anymore. I'm from the I'm from the 90s. I'm an 80s kid. That word means differently. <laughs> <laughs> if you're supposed to be the next great one, you know what I'm saying? You're the one that he's everybody's <coughs> like, oh my God, this is gonna be that dude. And you talk all this stuff, you have to make weight. Why is this such a problem mm. now in the UFC with these fighters not making weight? I hate to say it, boxing fighters make weight. What is going on with the UFC when you're not making weight? But mm. we'll deal with that on the combat. Boxing fighters collect boxing fighters collect money for sponsorship and stuff like that. The Rock gave UFC billions of dollars to wear his shoes. How much money are the fighters gonna get? Zero. So it may, it may be a happy locker room. People will make weight. Hey, I'm with you, bro. Unionize the fighters. Okay, but all right. Now we back to it because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that could go on a whole other rant. So here's like here's the standings from the uh, the first two weeks of all of them. Obviously, I had a shitty week. I won one game. I won the one college game. I lost every other game. So I'm in last. Uh, Greg and Sean are in for Tommy Boyer in first place. Well, here's the standings. So uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, it. I, I still got to figure out what to do with this Chicago Cubs bitmoji that I got from somebody. Oh, well, you can do something. You can do it. You can do him like uh, Steven, Steven for super kicking it. Just cut his face and put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to do that, I'm going to cut my face and give him my Philadelphia Eagles shirt. That's fine. On. I'll have a better record than six and four. Ooh. I don't know. Hold on here. Let's go to the right. free pitch on baseball. 
Oh, all right. <laughs> Babe baseball. Babe, say Babe, Babe baseball. I, I say it in the video. Don't I say you it in do. the video? You do. I watch it every day, and you say it. Baseball, you're fading. You're making money. <laughs> all right, here's our first game of the week. Uh, we're going to the HBC realm. Um, this is a big game in the HBCU realm. This is Grambling, who is one and one. Um, who is Hugh Jackson is their coach, um, who took over for Doug Williams and Jackson State, who has Dion and his son at quarterback. So here are the games, and this is what we think. What does Raphael think? This was gonna be a tough one. I, I can't. I'm waiting for the numbers come out. I have my own number on that. I'm just waiting to see what others are gonna put out on this one. But how can you go? It, it, ever since I saw Dion wear that baby blue, sky blue jacket with uh, on TV with the duck. Oh man, I, I, I can't fade that. It's just a sharp jacket. Aflac. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey man, prime time is prime time, bro. Who? How can you not want? And he lands the number one recruit in high school uh, coming out of high school, HBCU. That's great, man. I love what he's doing. I hope he doesn't jump ship and go to Nebraska. If he jumps ship, please go home to Florida State. But so there you have it. Uh, real quick, he, real quick. He jumps ships in two years. Yeah, I was I gonna say, so. is he going to Florida State then? You think he's gonna have the job? Probably. I, I like what Florida State's doing right now. If they continue to win, well, they're not gonna get rid of him. But I think he jumped. They're he's gonna land a job. And then wait for that Florida State. No disrespect to Jackson State, but I'm sorry. If he gets another school, let's say an SEC school, a Big Ten school, even an ACC school, or put him in the Pac-12, he can stay at home and recruit in the Midwest. Then he'll go, say, Florida State in a couple years. But I think he goes somewhere else before he goes to Florida State. Sounds good. All right, so we're moving on to game two, which is Michigan State number 11 at Washington. Only um, one smart I, person on the panel. Yeah, I think this is I think this is a big game, like uh for yep. the conferences. Washington is one of those schools that is rumored to be wanting to move, and mm -hmm. the Big Ten is that conference that they're trying to move to. So state, you know, being a big ten, you know, perennial, this is a big game you have to defend. Uh Washington needs to show that they're ready. They got a Big Ten quarterback in panics who's lighting it up against nobody, but he's still lighting it up. This is a big game to watch. This is what the panel thinks. I agree on that, but what I'm hearing is the Big Ten wants uh, two other schools besides Washington, Washington State. They want Oregon and Oregon State because uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Oregon has more money than yes. both Washington and Washington State put together. So if you're uh, – Looking for the, uh, if you're looking for that brand, I think that's what you're looking for. I would not be shocked if Washington, Washington State goes to the Big 12 and Oregon, Oregon State goes to the Big 10. I agree. Really, really big game here. Washington wants to make a statement. It's an audition pretty much almost for them. Mm -hmm. it, no rumors. They want out of the Pac-12. Uh, so I would not be shocked. There's a big – I think they cover the spread. I think uh, Go Green uh, wins this one. No, where's the Go White? No one says Go White? What? <laughs> wow <laughs> i just think i just think this is going to be that one game in michigan state's uh schedule that they not necessarily looking over but they have that that debacle early in the season well and they're not washington favored in this game away. anyway no yeah washington's what three three and a half three three and a half depending on where you shop all right, so let's move on to uh, game number three, which is Miami and Texas A&M. A big game. Miami seems to have righted some of the wrongs within their program. They seem to have a sturdy leadership, and they look to be making some noise in the ACC. Texas A&M, like I spoke earlier, seems to be having some issues behind the scenes. And when mm -hmm. you get to chirping at the general, the, the president of all presidents and Nick Saban, you better make sure your cupboard's clean too. So, um, and then, like I said, the 35 and 12 record uh, replacing the, I mean, the 35 and 15 record replacing the guy who was 35 and 14, uh, not really feeling a and neither is the panel. 
Yeah, I, I like a and on this one. I just think they may overlook a last game, uh, maybe looking at the U, because after this game, it's pretty much all conference games. So maybe they were just overlooking this one. I think they bounce back on this one. The number continues to drop, I would wait uh, for this one because you could probably get a better number because people are going to see – people are going to look at the rankings and like, ooh, give me uh-huh. the U, give me the U, give me the U. And I think we can get a better number. It's five and a half right now. I would not be shocked if it goes down to five or four and a half. I'm going to take the Aggies, but I'm going to wait. I'm just, I did. Uh, my bad, Damon. Go I ahead, just, go ahead. After seeing last week, yeah, I, I mean, you could say they overlooked them, but, man, they just looked like total shit on that field last Saturday. And if they play anything like they played last week against Miami's defense, I think Miami eats them up. Yeah, I, I, I had had high hopes for Texas A&M, um, not high hopes in the winning that division of the SEC, but I had a better performance. Um, I didn't like where they looked. I did like the conversation about their organization the last couple of days, so I flipped. I went over to Miami for this one. Had to do it. All right, so uh, let's jump into our NFL games. I know because we're running short. want to make sure we get to him. Uh, let's see. Game one for NFL is Bucks. And Saints. This Let's hear the, it, Raph. Yeah. You're, you're covering the Saints. Let's hear it. The Saints have owned Tampa Tom. Even though Tampa Tom kind of shocked me how they well they played, but that was against Dallas. Uh, Dallas offense looked horrendous uh, on Sunday <laughs> Night Football. So I love this, it. This one's going to be a nail biter. I'm going to say the Saints on this one. I, I'm I'm going to say uh, they they so because. Now Tampa Tom's lost a wide receiver. I mean, I highly shocked Goodwin plays. I mean, his hamstring, uh, that's going to be questionable all season long. So now he's short a weapon. Uh, if the Saints play like how they did in the fourth quarter, not in the second half, but the fourth quarter, uh, they should have no problem. I like the Saints in this game. There you go. All right, let's move on to game two for uh, NFL, and that will be the Dolphins and the Ravens. Go ahead, Rafael. Hey. Fin up. Yeah. I, I told you on that last game, I was not sold on Baltimore and I was not sold on Cleveland coming into this one. Really liked the way Miami played last week, especially on a defensive side. Tua didn't make any mistake. He, he controlled the ball. He, they had a running game and the defense played really well. Fin up, baby. I like Miami in this one. I agree. I agree. Uh, hey, what's the spread on this one? It is. Hold on. Three. Uh, oops, that's college. It is plus three and a half. Plus That's why I like Miami. Miami. Oh, half a yeah. yeah. If it was just a solid three, I probably would just leave it alone. <clears throat> but I'm getting a half a point on that one. Uh, you know, uh, the injury bug has already touched Baltimore in this week two. <laughs> so, but I'm sticking with the AFC North on this one. All right, so let's go to game three. We got the Vikings visiting the. Eagles who struggle struggled against an aspiring defensive uh, minded Lions. They didn't struggle. If you rewatch the game like I did, they had a big lead coming into the fourth quarter. They pulled everyone back and, and just let the wide open field so the tight ends and slants can be open. They just moved down the ball. They had to get they figured this game was over. Let's not just get hurt. And, and that was it. So it was just a bad bum run. I mean, it's 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. This Lions team is not going to be a bad team at all. So I, I think agree. everyone, oh, oh, the Lions almost be. No, the Lions are going to be a, a really good team this year. Not a playoff team, but they're going to be much different than we've seen before. So that's not a bad loss. I like the Eagles win because, yeah, the Vikings beat up on, on Green Bay. But what did Green Bay do last year in week one? They got demolished by the Saints in Jacksonville because the Saints had to go there because of the hurricane. Yep. This is preseason week four for Green Bay, week one. They could care less about week one because there's still 16 games left. So I, I, I'm throwing that one. I like the Eagles in this one. I think the public's going to be uh, a teeter-tottering this one. I say grab the two because if it does move, I think it goes to two and a half. I don't think three shows up, but I, I like I like Philly in this spot. I like you. You know, Raphael, I like you when you're on my side. You know, I really <laughs> like you this week because not only are you on my side on the NFL – but you also feel me on the NCAA side. 
<laughs> oh my god the bromance continues hey this is not normal Raphael usually goes against me yeah, I'm, I'm in a good mood because the cubs are getting ready to sweep the mats we beat jay we beat Holy jacob shit. Brown last night jacob the ground was minus 420 on the money line as a match mm -hmm. yesterday well, I might yeah. have to peek in on that one. I might have to peek into that one because there's no WBA on tonight. So, um, yeah. Hey, parade down the strip pretty soon, baby, when the Aces win it. Hey, it looks good. looks like it's going to be a sweep, but I'm kind of been paying attention to this I Euro Cup. They've been really good games. I'm hoping it's not a sweep. I want, like, two more games to watch on TV. Hey, man, the way Connecticut look, it does not look that way. <laughs> they look like the Pistons in the late 90s, just dirty basketball and just ugly wins. I like watching man. them play. Mm -hmm. All righty, Rafael. We appreciate you. want to hold you up for your next appointment. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week, buddy. Hold Have a good on, weekend. Hold on, hold oh, on. oh, 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 oh. Raphael, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me at State Farm Insurance. I'm getting a job with uh, with my boy over there. But <laughs> uh, you can find me over on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can also find me on Instagram at Raphael Esparza. You can find me on DocSports.com and MyBookie.ag. And Wednesdays right here with the one and the lion on the Dukes of Football. I need to buy. I need to get you the one T-shirt from WWE so you can wear that. Ooh. That would be good. That would be good. We'll put the one in a blunt line. Ooh. I could do that. I could do that. I'd have to lift a little more weights because my pecs <laughs> kind of sag a little bit. Your man boobs are sagging. Take <laughs> <laughs> these guys. Right, on, have a good one, bro. Oh, man. Love that guy. Love it. All guy. right. So we had good picks, bro. Um, yeah, I think we covered everything, too. I think we got through everything. Right. You know what? I just want to say, anybody in the Indianapolis area, the Beach Grove Fall Festival is going on. That's kind of why I was a little late. Uh, had some clients walk in and just had some uh, a good chat and, and discussion with them. So I apologize for being late. But like we said, life happens. When you're when you're living, so ain't nobody tripping, bro. We ain't tripping because you got make that cheese. I, no, I'm not tripping because I was able to get that damn rant off of my chest that I, like I said, I've been holding on for four days now. Are <laughs> <laughs> you got something for the DM, bro? Uh man, just be kind to each other, man. There's too much dumb shit going on. Uh, this obviously doesn't have anything to do with football, but you know, I, I'm shooting from the hip on this one. Honestly, hey, hey. guys, just be right. She's a pew pew, <laughs> she's a basketball practice right now. Yes. Uh, but yeah, just be kind to each other, man. Everybody can criticize and have a good discussion and debate, but it doesn't have to bring out the weapons, it doesn't have to bring out the fists, it doesn't have to bring out the hatred words. Just discuss shit like grown people. Yeah, oh, sit down and have a beer and say, hey, right. man, I see your point. Yeah, I see your point. Cheers. Right. right. Now I'm going to go hang out with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I got something out the line. I mean, I got something for ones up. You know what I mean? Um, and this, again, not George Gertor's football. And these really don't always have to be geared towards football or basketball or whatever we're talking about. But my ones up is this. Hey, I don't understand why your gripe is. So there's a little black girl playing Ariel. Last time I checked, yeah. mermaids aren't real. real? I, how, I mean, how do you feel that you have the audacity where you can dictate the color of fictional characters? I didn't say nothing about the, about the House of Dragons where they was mad because the rich man you know what I'm saying? The rich man was the black man. And oh, well, no black people in uh uh middle middle earth in Europe. Listen to yourselves, stupid asses. Listen to yeah. yourselves. You know, fictional characters. <laughs> I can be wherever the hell they want to be. That's the ones up. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I, like, I, I don't get it. Man. Be. It's like okay. Ariel's I mean, not bad. Ariel yeah. can't be black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. You know, 
Nobody was crying and complaining when they changed the color of Jesus back in the day. That's all I'm saving. Mike hey, Yeah, they weren't crying and complaining where they have white people playing Chinese people with their face scrunched up. I mean, nobody was complaining. When I mean, I got a, I got a problem when you got face. the Wayans brothers trying to act like blonde chicks. I, 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 it was funny as shit. <laughs> it was, was funny as shit. But I like I, I can see that could be an issue. You know what I mean? Back when I was a kid, there was a movie called Soul Bro. You know, where the little, the white dude wanted the scholarship. So he. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoo! And yep. you worried about a mermaid. A mermaid. A, f- a mermaid. Fish. It's not, it's not a fish. It's a mermaid, man. A fish. How do all right, you know that's I'm all. Not a mermaid. You never see me and a mermaid in the same place at the same time. Boom! <laughs> He does have God, a large garden tub. Ooh, I do, and it fits my big ass. <laughs> I wish. <sighs> yeah, it's not long enough for you. Yeah, I'm hit. I need Your one knees would be forty thousand dollar tubs from that <laughs> castle or some shit. All right, man, I gotta go. You gotta go. Um, check out all the other who who do we have? We got the others. The others. We got all the others. We got checkers and records. We got State of Basketball. We got Super Kicking It with Steven just out, just a bit outside. Combat Zone's getting ready to come back strong. Been doing some interviews from my boys down in Southern Indiana Combat Productions. Better check that out. And, of course, saw us that. at the Dukes of Football. Yeah. I absolutely saw that. And I'm absolutely ready to go on a boys trip down to Southern Indiana to watch some cage fights. I will even... Not put on a bikini and flip cards. Oh Notice my! I said not. <laughs> not. <laughs> right on. I'll That's be good. the car guy for the girl fight. I'll be the car guy for the girl fight. <clears throat> you know, unfortunately, I don't think there is a girl fight on this card yet. Uh, I mean, they're still adding. They're, man, they're oh my bad. Adding. Ladies, women, ladies fight. Hey, they're all warriors. <laughs> they found their inner beast. <laughs> ha ha! All they had to do was unleash theirs. <laughs> Damon, she's not here, but like we do every week at this time, what do we do, Damon? We keep Indy sporty. Pew pew! Deuces, folks. We'll see y'all next week.